Hey folks, hey superstars, hey, this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin here. I know, I know, if you're live with me on my Instagram account at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin here, it's almost two o'clock in the morning here. I've been working sedulously um, <clears throat> just on projects right now. We had a, a few breakthroughs here, but I, I didn't want to forget about the rant. I didn't want to forget about you. And tonight's topic is... <clears throat> how to be calm in chaos, okay? How to be calm in chaos. And I thought about a story before I became a rich man. You know, I know many of you want to know about the times that I was broke and, you know, what I did exactly to become the spectacular man that I am here today. Okay, so I want to share that with you. <clears throat> How to stay calm in, cha in chaotic moments here. Okay. How many of you right now feel that your life is a bit chaotic? And just that's just be honest here. Hey guys, what's going on? And listen, if you're brand new, um, I'm Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I'm a young man from Houston, Texas here. And this is my podcast. You can always get access to it if you go to Google.com and type in Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. Uh, and you get access to me here. And what I do here, I do this as a service and to make a contribution to the world to give people the opportunity to pick my brain. I am currently worth about $40 million here. Uh, company worth, that's just what they're worth if I did sell them. Um, I run several, several uh, digital marketing products, offers, um, training schools, and everything's online, by the way. Everything's digital. And um, we do very well. <clears throat> and even though I'm a very expensive person to hire, um, I do this for free. And I do this for the boys and girls, men and women, moms and dads who haven't given up, even the granddads and grandmoms who haven't given up. They still want a piece of that pie. The wealth pie. And I'm here not to inspire you. I'm not here to, you know, just make you feel good. I'm here to educate you. I want you to understand something about wealth and money and the acquisition of those things that you must educate yourself. Um, it's cool to go to a motivational seminar. It's cool to, you know, go to places and conferences and get all hyped up and excited. But without education, understanding money and understanding business and understanding your mindset and your emotional intelligence, well, success will be just a dream. It will forever be a dream. It will never be a part of your reality here. So I'm here to kind of shorten that gap for you so you don't have to wait too long to make some money. Does that make sense? Um, <clears throat> I'm here to to help you, to let you know I'm an advocate for you. I'm on your side, okay? That's why I'm up at 2 o'clock in the morning talking to you, big head, right? Because I care, okay? I really do care. And, um, you know, I just want more people to make it. And you might say, well, Wesley, why do you want people to make it so badly? You know, why is that important to you? Why do you care so much about people that you don't know? And let me tell you why, if I could be very honest with you. Um, you know, before I made a million dollars or before I became successful, it was very tough. I'm going to be honest with you. It was extremely Hard and the hard part wasn't uh, really making a million dollars. The most difficult part of my journey was believing that a black 
young man from Houston, Texas, from the south side, the ghetto, from the hood, can actually make millions of dollars. Believing that even though my parents never made more than $20,000 a year, that I can do it. Does that make sense? Believing that a man that went to college and dropped out of college, went to high school and did terrible there. Right? I wasn't a, I was a C and D student here. So, you know, t- so the belief was the very, it was very difficult. So, and that's why I do this because many of you, almost all of you that's listening to me right now, your issue is not skill. It's not that you can't do it. It's just your belief. It's some part of you that you know, I know you want to believe, but you still don't believe that you will be a first generation millionaire in your family, that you will, you know, earn hundreds of thousands of dollars a month or hundreds of thousands a year. It's very hard for you to imagine that or picture that. And this is the reason why the average person gets so frustrated and they get and they quit. And they stop and they just resort back to the eight to five grind, what I call the matrix here. So I'm here to help. Is that cool? Is that okay? So go ahead and comment your names here below here. We're going to talk about how to stay calm in chaotic moments because that's very necessary. And you have to learn how to be calm. And I'm going to tell you why you need to be calm and how that will serve you as you develop business, as you navigate your life. Okay. How to be very calm um, in chaotic moments here. So go ahead and put your names here below here. We have Skyler on the line here. We have Rosie. We have It's T. Gray. Look at that view, though. Look at that view. Does anybody have a view like this? That's Houston, Texas. That's H-Town here. Okay. Go ahead and comment your names here below. Let me give everybody a shout out here. Let you know that I do see you. Hey, uh, Black Lash. Lamont, we have Tim. Folks, go ahead and comment your names below here. Luther, how are you? Uh, Money Mike, Wynn. Thank you for the shout outs there, my son. Uh, my brother, Rosemary, how are you? A lot of you are still up late here. I love it. What are you guys doing up at 2 o'clock in the morning here? All right. AB, hey, what's going on? Kelbo, Alex, how are you? Um, King. Kingsley, what's going on? Max, Christiane, Emmanuel, how are you, sir? Therese. All right, so let's talk about it here. And listen, what I want to do, if you don't mind here, let me just share a story with you on, you know, because I think sometimes you guys, when you think about where I am in life, you think that I'm so far that I'm losing connection or I'm so disconnected from your reality, because I know most people's reality, I get it. They're out there struggling, striving, working their ass off, sacrificing, trying to make a dollar, working at their job, trying to quit their job, trying to establish a business. I get it. So I want to go back when I was like that, when I was just like you. And many of you know I was a computer engineer, even though I didn't have a degree, right? And only a Wesley virgin can do that, right? Become a computer engineer without a degree. The thing is about me, I just... um I was just smart in technology. That was the only thing I was smart in. Everything else, I don't know nothing, honestly. But technology, uh, computer technology, I was very well-versed, very astute in that area. And um, so I was a computer engineer for many years, honestly. But I decided to quit my job, okay? 
Can I show someone about a job? How many of you still have a job? And it's not, listen, I'm not going to berate you because you have a job. I get it. Every, everybody has to start somewhere. Honestly, they do. How many of you have a job right now? And um, I had a job. I had a job for a very, very long time. But let me share something with you about a job. It doesn't matter how much money you make. Okay? It doesn't matter what lifestyle that job is giving you at any day, at any moment. It could be gone. I mean, even if you're passionate about it, you may like your job. You may love it. You may be a teacher. Say, I just love teaching kids. But what I want you to understand is at any given moment, you can lose the job. It's happening every day right now, right? So, because I know some people that make six figures, you know, at their job, not a lot of people, but some, and it just, they're coasting, you know, they're just enjoying life because they're getting paid this amount of money. But um, what I want you to understand is at any moment, it can be gone, okay? It can be gone. And if you're not thinking about a plan outside of your job, you're going to be in trouble in the next five to 10 years. I mean, you have to really pay attention to the world, which I do. I mean, with AI, AI is going to make a lot of people uh, without jobs, honestly. <laughs> it's going to, you'll see, you know, in the next five years, so many people are going to lose their jobs because AI is going to replace a lot of things that humans used to do because AI is just more efficient. And it's just better. It's not lazy. People are lazy and people are not efficient. Um, AI, artificial intelligence, robots, you know, computer learning, it would do the job and it would do it better and faster than a human being. It, it, that's just where the world is going. So, um, <clears throat> but let's talk about me when I was broke. So I made a decision that I was going to leave my job. Okay. And I'm going to be very honest with you. You know, when I made a decision to leave my job, um, you know, I was afraid. I was like, man, you know, I was like, wow. Um, you know, I'm doing this, you know, and at that time I was making like 10, 12,000 a month, right? I was doing pretty well for myself. <clears throat> but what really bothered me was that I wanted to start a business. And the other thing that bothered me was that I, I had this ego and this confidence about myself that if I wanted something, I can make it happen. And creating a business and being profitable and making money, that was a challenge for me, right? Because I was doing what most of you do, watch motivational videos, listen to books, go talk to people, get around people, go to seminars. I did all that stuff, right? But I wasn't really understanding what I was missing here. And let me share what happened. So, you know, I quit my job. Now, when I quit my job, I burned the bridge. Let me explain what I mean by burning the bridges. And I truly believe in burning the bridge. I know some people don't burn bridges. Uh, and I think the people that don't burn a bridge as it relates to a job, because it's a part of them that wants to go back, or it's a part of them that feels that if it doesn't work out, I want to go back. The reason why I burned the bridge and the reason why I think it's important to do that is because you don't want to give your you don't want to give yourself a way back. Right? It's not fun of moving forward towards something and then taking several steps back. Does that make sense? Because you're not making progress. So when I said I burned the bridge, I just stopped going to work. Okay? True story. I just stopped showing up. I stopped writing reports. I stopped showing up to meetings. One thing about a computer engineer, you're always in a stupid meeting. It's always meeting, 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 meeting. 
Can't get any work done because you're always in meetings. Luckily, I was the lead, so I didn't have to do any work. I was telling people what to do. Um, but I, I just stopped going to work, honestly. <laughs> like, I, I stopped doing everything that they wanted me to do. And I did that for about a month. And I got paid for it, honestly. You know, they didn't know the difference. You know, I was just clocking in hours until one day they decided to lay me off. Okay. Now, I have no job. And I'm about 30, maybe 31, 32 years old, right? So I'm a grown man. I have two children, right? And I am jobless now. And as a matter of fact, I was staying down the street on Sage Road here in Houston, Texas, near to the Galleria here. But it wasn't the best looking apartment, in my opinion, compared to what I got now, right? Um, but, however, um, when I did that, the chaos began to happen, okay? Chaos. And I don't think a lot of millionaires talk about this. Maybe they do. I don't think a lot of successful, a lot of successful people talk about the chaos during their perseverance towards their success or prosperity or the person that they want to be. You know, it's, it's very chaotic, man. And let me explain what I mean by that. You know, bills are still coming in, right? Uh, you still got responsibilities because you still got, I had children, you know, I had children at that time as well. Had to deal with that. Um, but let me, let me share one chaotic moment that was insane. And I've shared this before, but I'm going to share it again here because I'm going to teach you something about how to be calm. Because I want you to learn how to be calm when anything in life goes bad. Like one, I'm going to tell you another story, but I have a, a, a current story. Like right now, uh, I've like for the past, since Christmas, or actually that, for the last seven days, I've been hacked. All right. They've hacked every system that I have access to. So imagine that. And I'm a computer digital marketer, right? So everything I do is online. So you think about all the passwords and emails that they compromise. I mean, they got into all my emails and change password to so many different uh, accounts, like Amazon account, like you know accounts that you don't really think about anymore, but your email address is connected to it. And not just that, you know, they access some of my training courses that was giving people access, and they killed that connection, so customers couldn't get their access. They took my emails and started to blast over 300,000 people, uh, you know, just malicious emails, getting them to send them Bitcoin and posing as me. So for the last seven days, it's been very chaotic, but I've been very calm. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. So let's go back when I was 31, 32 years old. Um, I don't have a pot to piss in at the time because... You know, one thing about quitting your job, the money goes fast, right? The money was gone. Um, I didn't have a lot of savings, so the money went quite quickly here. And I remember, like it was yesterday when I met, I think I went to a, um, where did I go? Uh, I went to an event. It was a digital marketing event in Las Vegas here. And I met a man, a bald-headed man from Canada. And is that at that time I was promoting the company sevendayfitness.com. Do you guys remember that? Sevendayfitness.com, right? 
That was my first internet company that I created myself. I did everything myself. Like when I say I did everything, I created the website, I created the video courses, I created the DVDs for it. I did it all, right? Even though it never really did well, but I did a lot of work for it. And I remember meeting this guy, we're going to call him Billy. And uh, I was just talking to Billy what I'm, what I'm currently doing and what I want to do. And one thing about Billy, let me tell you what he liked about me. It's not because I was smart. It's not because I was a great salesperson. It was because of my enthusiasm and my positivity. That's what he told me. I swear to God. This man that was already making millions and millions of dollars, he really understood the internet. Like, he's been doing it for 10 years, obviously, right? I was brand new. And he said, Wesley, I love your spirit, man. I love your enthusiasm. Um, and it didn't hurt that you work out, right? One thing about, you know, successful people, they like to see other people, even if you're not successful, like financially successful, but if your body looks a certain way, like if, if a person see that you really take care of your body, they look up to you. It is what it is. You have millionaires looking up to you, even though you're not rich, but they be like, man, I wish they had, the, I wish I had those arms. Whereas, oh man, I wish I had your posture, your back, your chair, you know, whatever, right? So um, that didn't hurt me, but I want to pause there. I want you to realize something, you know, especially when you're working with millionaires and you're trying to build a company and you're trying to network. It's not all about your intelligence or your core competence or if you really understand what you're doing. Well, I think the most important part is just your enthusiasm. It's like, how do you, you know, deal with what you're currently going with and you know, just your attitude, your overall attitude towards what you're doing here. So he liked it, right? He liked that about me. So he decided to take me on this wing and we begin to revamp 7dayfitness.com. Now, listen, I was excited, honestly. Now, listen, I had just quit my job like six months ago. So I was excited because I was like, man, this is my breakthrough. You know, because I work with a millionaire. And I said, well, since I'm working with a millionaire, it's like almost impossible for me not to succeed. All right, so I came back home on a plane from Vegas. I'm excited. I'm like, man, I'm working with Billy. Billy's going to change my life. Billy's going to do all this, man. I just can't wait. Wow. So for six months, man, it was a lot of work. We had to create the marketing. We had to create new courses. We had to create the eBooks. We had to create the upsells, right? It was a ton of work that I did. And I did this not making any money at all. The only money I was making was, um, like you guys know, I was training this one lady. So she was paying me to train her. But so for six months, man, we're really working. I'm busting my ass. Like right now, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'm working, right? This is, this is how I rock, right? I just, especially when I'm working on something big, um, I work a lot. I work 15 hours a day. I don't really care. I don't really care too much about the sleep thing. I sleep when I die. But I worked my as all for a very long time with this guy to make 7dayfitness.com work. And if you don't know what 7-Day Fitness was, the idea was that people, men and women that are lazy, can work out seven days a week, seven minutes a day, right? To get the body of their dreams, right? That was the hook. That was the angle. That, that was the USP. And I remember we were working and working and working and we were getting ready to lunch. And I mean, let me tell you something. At that time, man, financially, I mean, I was hurting, honestly. Financially, I was hurting. Pause. Whenever you're hurting financially 
and you're dealing with people and you're building companies and business and opportunities, don't show people your weakness. It's very important. Write that down. Never, never show people your weakness. You know, I don't care what they say about, oh, you know, you know, sometimes women be like, it's okay to have a man that's vulnerable. It's just bullshit. Honestly, um, you know, speaking about men and women, you know, women may say they want you to be vulnerable and you start crying in front of her. She will lose respect for you unconsciously, by the way, unconsciously, she will. Um, so listen, never. I don't care how hard it is. OK, listen, honestly, like I don't care how hard it is or whatever difficulties you're dealing with right now. Do not show any weakness in front of people. Okay? Especially people who are already rich or wealthy. Don't do it. Showing weakness such as don't complain and bitch about why is this happening? This is too hard and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to figure this out. I don't know. Blah, blah. Like shit like that. Don't ever do that. Not in front of successful people. You could do that in front of Pookie and Ray Ray and all the broke people on the planet, all the people that are average, whatever. Do it to the regulatory people, but to the successful people, the top tier individuals here that run the world. Never do that. Does that make sense? Kind of get a thumbs up, right? Never do that. Never. Never show your weakness, okay, in front of people here. You have to really teach yourself how and train yourself to be enthusiastic all the time, even in chaotic moments here. But I'm going to show you what happened here. So I had to go to Canada because um, ClickBank, which is an affiliate marketplace platform that I was part of, and I was going to meet Billy, you know, because we was going to launch the program. So I was excited. And I remember getting myself a credit card because I didn't have any money. So I got a credit card and I remember flying first class. Like I remember buying a first class ticket. And let me tell you why I did that here. Like I, I, I share with you guys all the time about how you have to act as if that you're rich now. Like act as if, right? So I was acting as if I was rich. So I bought me a first-class flight. I got a very, very nice suite in the hotel in Toronto. So I was living like a multi-millionaire, even though I was broke as a joke. I was living off credit cards, right? And when I when I got there, I remember in the morning I was doing push-ups. Then I walked around the city in Toronto, very beautiful. If you ever been, to, if you've never been to Toronto, you must go. I mean, very, very beautiful people. Nice people, polished individuals here. It's a great place to be. I need to go back, honestly. It's very nice, but it's very cold, so be careful. You will freeze, okay? So um, I remember getting dressed up, okay? Getting ready for the party. Hey, Bridget. Um, because they were going to have a party for the ClickBank, it was called the ClickBank Roadshow. They would just go from city to city, state to state, whatever, and just do their thing. And usually people at the Roadshow were very successful people in the digital marketing space. And the reason why they allowed me to come, because you might say, well, what's the, how did you get in? Because you broke. And you're right, I, I wasn't making any money. But let me tell you something about ClickBank. ClickBank, they love my enthusiasm, right? Because... I will always go to whatever they had going on, I would go, right? And they really wanted me to succeed 
They loved my my spirit, my my optimism. They just loved it. They really did, right? And that is very infectious with people. You know, I try to share that with young men and young women around the world. And, you know, because so many of you feel like your life sucks. And I get it. You know, I mean, I think everybody's life, if you think about it, I mean, we can always think about how life sucks. But at the same time, we can think about how grateful we are to be here. We can think about um, our successes. We can think about our progressions. We can think about that, you know, we are moving closer to the man or woman that we want to be, right? So I decided to always see the glass half full, always. It doesn't matter, even though I couldn't pay the rent, car note was behind. Like, I just saw life as a blessing, and I was just expecting more blessings to pour in my life here. So I remember getting dressed up and going to the event. Got to the event. One thing about ClickBank, the food is good. I mean, I'm talking about good, good finger-licking good. Oh, my God. I mean, one thing about the Internet world, folks, the Internet marketing world, um, like like we're getting ready to go. To, I'm not sure if I'm going to go, but I might go. Um, like we got Vegas in January. Something about the Internet marketing people, I mean, when they do it, they do it big because they have a ton of money. It's a lot of money. It's crazy, right? It's much different than the conventional market uh, or the conventional business out there. So when they do stuff, they do it big. I mean, they spend a ton of money because they got a ton of money to spend, right? ClickBank does several billion dollars a year in transactions alone. So, I mean, they make a ton of money. They're good. And they don't even have a lot of people that work for them, right? Maybe 10 people. So it's a lot of money. It's a lot of profit here. So I got to the event. I'm eating the good food. And look who shows up. Billy. The guy that I partnered with, right? The guy that I spent the last six or seven months, you know, diligently working on these new projects, 7dayfitness.com, revamping the company, restructuring the marketing here. And, um, yeah. So I saw Joe and said, Hey, uh, I said, I said his name. Sorry. <laughs> I said, Billy. I said, Hey, Billy, what's going on? Billy? Billy? What's up, Billy? I said, Billy, let me tell you something, man. I'm so excited, man. I want to thank you. True story. Like I said, man, I want to thank you, man, for believing in me. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to partner with you. I mean, we're going to do some tremendous thing in this industry here. We're going to change. We're going to be a disruptor in the weight loss fitness niche. And I'm just so grateful that you and I had the opportunity to work together, that you saw greatness in, in me. You saw something in me, man, and I just... Just want you to know that I really do appreciate that, man, because this has been my dream to bring a product to market and to have, you know, millions of people purchase that product. This is just my dream. And this is what I want, man. And I want to thank you. And he said, you're welcome, Wes, man. No, no problem. But he said, Wes, um, you have a second. I want to talk to you. And I was like, oh, sure. Right? I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, why can't we talk right here? So, you know, Billy wanted to go inside. So, you know, the party was outside. He wanted to go inside the hotel. They had a hotel and had an outside bar. Very gorgeous, very beautiful. I think it was the Four Seasons Hotel, actually. And we went inside the foyer. And um, I said, what's up, Billy? What's going on? He said, Wes. I like you, Wes. And we really wanted this project to work, man. But we decided that it's not going to work for us. And we're going to pull the plug. 
Now I'm thinking about the seven months that I sacrificed, that I worked my, like, let me tell you something. I, I can't remember working like that. Like, I, like honestly, I, I've worked hard in my life before, but those seven months, man, I probably, I, I was the most exhausted ever in my life because it was just a lot. It was a ton of work to do, right? And this man looks me in my eyes and says, we have to pull the plug that it's not going to work. They decided to go a different direction here. In my mind, I'm thinking, why the fuck didn't you tell me that before we got started? Why didn't you tell? Like, I'm thinking this, right? In my mind, I'm thinking all this. Right? But, listen. At that moment of what was happening in my mind was very chaotic. Because, of course, I wanted to curse at him. I wanted to slap him. I wanted to, like, I was very upset. Uh, and I think some people can relate. You know, when you know when you put everything, your heart and soul and money into something for a very long time, like seven months is a long time. It's, it's more than half a year. And, you know, you really want it to work. And you just, you're passionate about it. And it's like somebody just pulled the rug in front of you. I mean, on your, on your feet here. And you feel almost devastated. But, however, let me tell you what I did. I decided to be calm in the chaos. Like I saw myself make that decision and I was very proud of myself because before I don't think I would have handled it the way that I did, but the reason why I handled that situation that way is because I remember reading a book and later I gave you the book but he talks about, you know, this be calm in chaos. And he said, like in the book, paraphrasing, it said you should be calm in chaos because the vast majority, they are, they are chaotic in chaos. Like, you know, people. People, when chaos takes place in their lives, they tend to respond to the chaos. Makes sense, you know, if they're under a lot of stress and a lot of things are going on, they just get upset, they get pissed off, they get very angry, and they start blaming, and they start throwing rocks and criticizing, ostracizing, and resenting people and being bitter, right? He said, that's what the mass majority does. Don't you be like the mass majority, Wes, right? Something I read. Said, so don't be like the mass majority. The mass majority, they're going to always be chaotic and chaos. Something doesn't go wrong in their life, they're going to cry, bitch, moan, and complain automatically. It's like a trigger for them. Somebody tell them that they're not going to win or they're a loser or someone talks negative to them, they're going to break down, they're going to shut down. Right? So I've learned to stay calm in the chaos. So when he told me that, I, I was just calm. I'm going to tell you exactly what I told him. I said, Billy, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. And I left. I went back to the party. What else would I do? What else would I say? As a matter of fact, 
I think that night I partied with Joe. I think I did. I think that I mean I said his name again. It's Billy. Sorry, I'm 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 partially asleep, but I'm still talking to you. But does that make sense? Like I was calm. I was so calm that we partied together with some ladies. You know, one thing about Billy. Billy always had the women. This guy was from Montreal, so the Montreal. People, they all look good. They're all handsome and beautiful women, right? So Joe, oh, I keep saying his name. Billy has the women, right? So we partied in the club. We had a good time. Like, I wasn't mad at Billy. I wasn't cussing at Billy. I wasn't bitter and mad dog and Billy. I accepted it. And I decided to be calm. That eventually got me to the point to make millions of dollars, okay? What I want you to understand and what I want you to really, um, really listen to is you have to teach yourself and you have to learn not to be so responsive to nonsense. Because I call it nonsense. You know, whenever kid like the hacker, he's hacking me. That's nonsense, right? Why would I respond to nonsense? If someone, if I got, if I got in a business, got an opportunity, I didn't make any money, and our, you know, maybe it's not working out the way. I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to respond because it's nonsense. And the reason why it's nonsense because it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve the other people, and it doesn't serve the greater good to be responsive to nonsense. Does that make sense? You got to realize something in business. You know, whatever you're doing, even if you're working to mature your mind and maybe you're meditating and reading more books and separating yourself from certain type of people, you got to realize it is a journey. And they're going to be very chaotic moments all the time. You got to understand, like there is going to be a chaotic moment all the time, most of the time. And I'm going to tell you why. Because, like, the only reason why I'm getting hacked is because somebody doesn't want to see me win. They don't. Somebody right now they hate that I talk about money all the time. Somebody right now feel a certain way because I have nine cars. Somebody right now feel a certain way because, you know, I bought my son a brand new BMW M4. I bought my daughter a BMW X6. Somebody hate that. Somebody right now said, why did he buy those kids those expensive cars? They don't need that. They're going to tear them up anyway. Like somebody right now is bitter about that. Somebody right now is upset because I choose not to show my face and I just want to show you the view. Some of you hate it. You know, you're like, why do you have to show us view? Why do you have to do that? Why did you have to do that? Somebody right now is like that. And I, what I want you to understand is that's not going to serve you. It's not going to serve me. It's not going to serve the greater good. Okay? The reason why I have learned to be calm in chaotic moments because most of the chaos some of the moments that are chaotic is from my doing, my creation. 
the things that I do, the things that I think about. When I was a bad, poor financial budgeter, you know, when I just couldn't budget my money properly here, I was always broke. Like I was making money, but I was always broke at the end of the month because I was just spending the money on things that I wanted. So I realized that I was creating the chaos that was taking place in my life. Listen, I understand we don't create all the chaos, but most of it we do. How? Based on our previous decisions. I think about it for a second. What decisions have you made in your past that have created your reality today? And you call your reality chaos because you got problems, got issues, challenges. Like you just want to break, you want a breather. But you got to learn to be calm. Got to learn to take a deep breath. And deal with it. That's it. When the guy started to hack me, all I can do is deal with it. Even right now, a few of my websites are compromised. You know, you can't even go to the website because he changed the information on the back end. And I still haven't got into the system because he hacked it. And I'm still waiting to get in. It's been four days. But I'm waiting calmly. Because for me to get excited and get all pissed off and get all upset and talk about what I'm going to sue and I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, it's not going to serve me. It's not going to serve no one. I choose to be calm. I choose to be relaxed. I choose to be a stoic. In all chaos. Okay? Any questions for me? You folks getting any value here tonight? Comment below if you got any value here tonight. I want you to know that chaotic moments are going to take place. But when it happens, just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath through your nose. And release it and exhale through your mouth. And fix what you can fix. Whatever you, whatever you can't fix, fix it another day. Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense for you to feel stressed out about trying to fix all your problems in one day. Some of you are like that. You want to fix everything all in one day. Because you got all these problems. You're like, well, I need to fix this. I need to fix this, this, this. I need to fix my credit. I need a better job. I need a better house. I need a better car. I need a better boyfriend, a better man, a better girl. Man, I need all this stuff. Man. You know what ends up happening? You end up not doing anything. You end up sitting there. Doing nothing. Almost handicapped because you're so overwhelmed. and You're so stressed out. That you can't do anything. That's why so many people fall into drugs and alcohol and all those different vices that are absolutely just debilitating to the soul and to the body. Any questions for me, folks?
Any questions here? Did you get value here tonight? Hello? You folks are quiet here tonight. Did you get value? How do we practice being calm on a daily basis here? You got to, it's called awareness. Like when you're calm, how many of you are calm right now? Comment below if you're calm. If you're not calm, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath like this. Hold it and exhale. I do that five to ten times. I promise you, dollars to donuts, you're going to be calm. That's how you practice. Take a deep breath. Before you get up in the morning, take a deep breath. Exhale. Before you get in your car, take a deep breath. Exhale. Before you have to deal with your boss or your manager, take a deep breath. Exhale. Okay? That's how you do it. I love it. Any questions for me? I'm starting to doze off. Starting to nod off a bit. Haven't got any sleep in the last four days. And I'm not complaining. I love it. Thank you, Wes. Okay, I already answered that question. But we have a screen that is black. Yeah, I know. Yes, I'm very aware of that. All right, I guess that's it. What is the name of the book you read? Uh, one of the books is called Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goleman. Read that book and read it a few times. I think that's what people need. You know, you folks don't need money. I need money. Where's that? No, you don't. I need opportunity. No, you don't. You need the opportunity to realize that. You need to educate yourself. You need to read. You need to know how to manage your emotions. A man or a woman that cannot manage his or her emotions will live an insane life. Your life will be insane and not in a good way. It'll be a chaotic life. You're all over the place. I, I'm here to teach you to be centered, to be in flow, to let life and to let things naturally flow into your life. Does that make sense? Okay. How are you going to come back to Hacker? Many different ways, man. Many different ways. I mean, one thing I suggest for everybody, and please take my advice on this so it'll never happen to you, always enable two-factor authentication on all emails, apps, anything that you download, uh, enable two-factor authentication, okay? Which means is when you log in, you have to um, check your phone, your text messages, or, you know, they have something that's called Authenticator app with Google. So it's just like a number that rotates every 10 seconds. Okay. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. I'm glad you guys got value. I love you so much. Remember, if you ever want to go live with me or be on the live, just follow me at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin here. I don't bite. You know, I'm just an average kid from Houston, Texas. That's extremely wealthy, right? But I'm giving the game away. You can go to my YouTube channel as well. Type in Wesley Virgin. Find something there. Find something that resonates with you and take action and go for it. Okay? So I love you guys so much. This is Wesley B.
billion dollar virgin. If you want access to my course, The Genius Spirit, where I teach you how to manifest your dreams faster than ever before. If you want to see thousands of men and women just like you, just do some exceptional things. I had this one guy, he emailed me. He said he used it for the lottery and he won $2 million. It's just crazy, 60 years old. All right, it's just so many things that happen based off the Genius Script. So if you want to get the Genius Script, just go to Google, type in GeniusScript.com, um, and you should be able to download it to your computer and access it. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love, and let's go.